The Eagles versus the Commanders edition of the Die Hard Eagles podcast on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save twenty dollars. Download the Game Time app and use promo code CFBX. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the underdog pick 'em in college NFL and win up to twenty X in one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away a hundred thousand dollars. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a one hundred percent deposit bonus up to five hundred. We're also brought to you by VEASAN. Sign up now and save 40% with their football season special when you use promo code SGP. VEASAN.com slash subscribe, promo code SGP. Finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Welcome everyone to the diehard Eagles podcast on the sports game on podcast network. I'm Sean second, the money green with my fellow diehards, Rob and Justin Eagles three and O take down the Tampa Bay bucks Monday night football. Although if you listen to the talk radio, if you, if you, if you checked in our group text, you swear they were Oh, and three, but no three and Oh, uh, and, and the Britain Covey breakout game finally happened. Justin, I know you were excited about Britton Covey and his uh, game Monday night. Yeah, absolutely. I even had in my notes, uh, the ball's on Covey. I mean, one of those punts, he just kind of let hit the ground and then had the balls to snatch it up and go for a nice run for us. So, liked it. I mean, he was impressive. I think our defense actually was really impressive. And it does look like the offense is starting to come around a little bit. I think that's probably the the side of the ball that still needs a little bit more work, or maybe we just have higher standards for them, but uh, looking good, looking better with each game at least. Yeah. Now wait, explain to the uh, listeners what you, what you pulled off the miraculous, not watch the game live and then watch (laughs) it later. Walk, walk people through Now, of course you're on Hawaii time uh, because you live in Hawaii. So you had some work, but walk us through your plan. Yeah, so I had a one fifteen kickoff. I initially had plans to call in sick, uh, but uh, I'm a I have a a candidate in college who's I'm mentoring as a as a new teacher. Uh, I don't know why Cowboys they paired him fan. with me. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know why they paired him with me because I I'm, I'm not helping him whatsoever. Um, I, I the poor guy. I feel bad. Uh, I mean, I'm giving it a, him advice. I just don't know if it's the best advice. Put it that way. Anyways. Uh, I, I was going to try and sneak watch it. I just felt better of it to, to try and hold off. But uh, as Sean pointed out, uh, yeah, I went, I, I turned off the phone essentially. Uh, and I just tried to go cold turkey, not hear anything either. I got home then around five. Kickoff was at one, so the game was over. And then uh, I watched it. I went on NFL Network, put my hand up, making sure that uh, – I didn't see any scores. Luckily, smart of them, actually. They don't put any scores on the replayed games, which is great when you go to, like, click on it to watch it again. So I watched it from beginning to end. It was nice. Yeah. Wait, did you literally shut your phone off, or did you just not look at it? 
I lie. Actually, you're right, Rob. I didn't actually shut it off because I still had to text my wife. So the worst part was is I have you guys in two different threads, right? And I'm seeing like the I had over 200 texts. So anytime I opened it up, I was like trying not to look at what you guys had. And I was trying to like click on my wife at that point to see what her text was. Would have been great if she was like, hey, great win by the Eagles. I texted her ahead of time. I said, hey, I'm not watching the game till I get home. Don't say anything about it. <laughs> uh, Justin did text me like five hours after the game started. Reed Blankenship, exclamation point off of uh, Reed's interception of Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I mean, it, it did feel like the defense was the story. Another awesome performance with Jalen Carter. I mean, that strip sack. If there was any questions about his effort coming into the draft process, now there was the off the field stuff, but his, you know, there was questions about how hard does he work. I mean, the the hustle he showed for that um, that uh, strip fumble where he punched the ball out, that was awesome. The Reed Blankenship interception, the way we just when we needed to ran it down their throats. There are just so many positives coming out of this game, Rob. Big picture, what'd you what'd you see in the uh, Eagles Bucks? Yeah, you know what? I don't say this a lot, um, but I'm actually going to give Sean Desai some credit. I thought that he had a pretty good defensive game plan. I kind of like what I saw from him, and maybe he's benefiting from this line that seems rejuvenated, uh, you know, with the young guys, and it's really helping Fletcher Cox. But, um, you know, I I liked what I saw from him, and, you know, it, it was interesting you know, having Reed back, I think, made a big impact. Um, you know, we've kind of joked about him for a long time, but he actually has turned into a really solid player now. And, you know, you obviously, Brad, joked about him. well, true, uh, <laughs> you have not. Um, but, you know, I think having Bradbury back, um, you know, I, I didn't pick up. It's hard live if they did end up playing him in the slot a lot. I know they were talking about that going in. I assume they did. Um, but the game plan worked. I mean, you know, Evans had that one really nice catch, but you know, overall we kind of shut them down a little bit. So um, I was encouraged on defense, you know, offense. I I think it was a step in the right direction. They're still just not fully clicking. I mean, Hertz had that one really bad interception Um, might've been, you know, miscommunication or whatever, but it was just not great. Uh, obviously he had the other one, the deep throw to Devontae Smith, which was kind of like a punt, which, you know, fine. I don't really mind taking the shot there. Um, but they're just not fully clicking yet. It was a step in the right direction. Hopefully Brian Johnson's learning. I think he's starting to get a feel for the game a little bit better, but, um, I, I think as of last game, the defense was actually a little ahead. Yeah, no, I I agree, but it does feel like the offense keeps getting closer to being almost fully dialed in. I mean, they really dominated, especially time of possession. I saw a stat that they had uh, something crazy like 26 or 25 minutes of of time of possession in the second half. They essentially iced the game with that uh, nine-minute drive there. Now they they had a number of issues in the red zone. Well, one the 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 game ends with them kneeling it out in the red zone, so they don't score there. There's that fourth and two where they hand it off to Gainwell, which was a horrific play call. Oh, they have so a- frustrating. Oh, AJ, so AJ Brown dropped one in the red zone. Uh, you know, Hertz had that miscommunication interception. That one was bad. Uh, but it, it's weird. Overall, they I thought they moved the ball really well, especially on the ground. I mean, DeAndre Swift crazy. He has, he's second in the league with 308 rushing yards. 
And that's considering he only had one carry in the first game. This is a great stat. 250 yards of his 308 rushing yards have come before contact. So there was a joke going around in our group text where Rob asked how many yards could I get on 20 carries? If I'm not getting contacted, Rob, I think I can, I think I might be able to get 65, 70 yards on 20 carries. Uh, Rob, what are you setting the over under at? Uh, first of all, it was against, I, I, I had to pick a team. So I said against the giants, uh, um, oh, even better. I, I mean, Sean, you're not getting more than 30 yards. <laughs> I could I could bust one open. You, you're I'm gonna I'm gonna wager your breakaway speeds a little less than than Swift. <laughs> uh, Justin, what's your what was your take on the rushing game? I mean, the we seem to be just pounding the rock again. And on the other side, I did feel like one of our weaknesses was allowing um, the rush. You know, la- especially in the Super Bowl, I think underrated issue was the rush yards we let up now they're leading the league in rush defense, only 48.3 yards per game. What's your, uh, what is your thought been on the, uh, the rushing defense and rushing offense? Uh, I mean, I liked actually what I saw as Rob pointed out, you know, Desai, it seems like he's really coming around. And one of the things that I put down is that it just seemed like he scouted well against the run. We saw on a few plays, the guys were kind of cheating up and it seemed like they knew that the run was coming. Slay was able to get there at one point and blanket ship had a really nice tackle as well, coming up and sniffing it out. So it's nice. And I mean, Obviously, the other thing that helps is Jalen Carter being in that hole and stuff in the run as well. So, uh, I mean, it, it looks good. I'm I'm happy to see us um, on the offensive side of the ball when it comes to the running backs. Um, we're starting off with Swift, it seems like, and then going to Gainwell late, which is nice. I think Swift is the guy you need to start with. But the other thing I like to see is we put a Gainwell and Swift out um to receive a couple times last game yeah which is was a nice little wrinkle that I don't think we ever really saw with uh with Sanders much yeah I mean uh, and just kind of getting back to the offense I think Hertz has looked good overall but certainly not MVP level but we did see there were a couple flashes I mean that one play where he was dancing around the pocket buying time and then finding Zacchaeus down the sideline and then that touchdown throw to uh, Zacchaeus, again, shout out to me, gave out Olamide Zacchaeus 30 to 1, first touchdown, that cash. So, so Sean, really quick, um, after seeing Zacchaeus, are you officially out on Quez? <laughs> should he, should, should Zacchaeus get all those touches? Yeah, I mean, it's tough to make a case for Quez Watkins right now because he, his thing was supposed to be speed, but. You know, Zacchaeus was getting separation. I mean, granted, that was like an awesome throw on that touchdown by Hertz. I thought that was like an elite level throw. Um, but yeah, I mean, Zacchaeus caught the touchdown. He caught that other big play. Uh, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe Quez is going to lose his job. R.I.P. Quez. Wow. I, I, it might be time to move on from uh, Quez Watkins. I think even if you're a hater of Hertz, you have to be impressed with a couple of the throws he made. I would say this one critique. It does look like, I, I don't know. We've, we've mentioned a little bit of off, a little bit out of sync to me. One, one thing I've noticed, I think other people have mentioned it as well, but he doesn't seem, I don't know if it's uh hesitancy, not as fast uh, running. He doesn't seem quite the same as he has been previously. Yeah. I, I the one thing about hurts, I I'm with you, Sean. I just, his running and elusiveness just looks different this year. And, 
I mean, I find it hard to believe it's it's clearly n- can't be like a physical thing. I, I think yeah. he's just being so cautious. I don't know if it's because he got paid or, or or what it is, but just being so cautious from taking a hit. And, and honestly, it's a little frustrating to me because I do think it opens things up on offense. I think it opens the passing game up. Now, maybe we get that same benefit from Swift, you know, having all these yards. But, um, you know, I, I think they've on, almost gone – you know, too much in the, in the safety direction. And, you know, one of the things I was going to ask both you guys is, uh, you know, we're three games in, what is your grade for Hertz thus far? Uh, if you're grading him, what are you giving him? Yeah, no, that's interesting because are you grading on the curve? Are you grading on the, the idea that like, Hey, this guy um, should have been the MVP last year. And, uh, and are you grading him on that? Or are you just grading him? Like, Hey, he's they're three and oh, they're winning games. Uh, I think it's two part one. I, I agree with you. Maybe it's a little hesitancy, but also I do think teams are playing uh, the RPO a little bit better. So I do think th- there's something there where that that's part of it. Uh, I would say, yeah, I'll give, I'll give Hertz a B minus so far in the season. He, cause he has made some elite throws. He has won them games. I never thought that, or, or at least steered the offense into, into winning games. I never thought like, Oh no, Hertz isn't going to be able to get it done. So considering you are three and oh, I, I think you can only give him so much of a low grade with style points. So I'll go B minus, but Justin, what would you grade him? Yeah, I think uh as you pointed out, like defenses are playing him differently this season. It seems like they're setting guys back a little bit more. So things aren't as open as they used to be. Um that said though, I mean the egregious interception last game, and you know, he's he's had what, three passing touchdowns and three interceptions now. Um, as you pointed out, I mean he he was what could have been the MVP last season. Um, and going into this season, I thought he'd be playing a lot better. So taking that into account, I mean, I'd, I'd have to give him a C plus. I mean, I, I don't even think I could give him a, a B at this point with wow. what I think he can do and what I think he should be able to do. Um, yes, defenses are playing him a little bit differently, but um, I think he should be playing a little bit better at this point. Shocking. Uh, Rob, <laughs> what do you, what do you, what are you grading Jalen hurts? Yeah, I'm actually with Justin. I had him at a oh, C plus. Um, this is, I, I think you got to factor in multiple things. <laughs> um, one, he's just looked a little tentative, less decisive in, in not only the run game that we just talked about, but I think the passing game too. And he has missed some open guys. Um, and you know, things are just off and you know, part of that, is very likely the new offensive coordinator, the new play caller, but you know, it, it is what it is. Um, and you know, I, it's impossible to look at it in a vacuum and not remember how he played last year and to compare it to that. So, you know, taking all that into account, I think clearly it's a C plus, um, you know, I, I know he, he said after the game, when or one of those games, when did winning not become the main thing or whatever his quote was, something like that. And, you know, he's right. He's, you know, we keep seeing the stat this week that he's what 20 and one his last like 21 games or something like that. Um, so he's getting the wins and it's hard to fault that. And, and hopefully he continues the the upward trajectory the rest of the year. Um, you know, I also saw that supposedly he w- had the flu like symptoms or was sick last game, flu game. Um, Jordan flu but, game. <laughs> but certainly there was a, there's a lot of room to improve going forward. 
taking a quick break to talk about game time. That's right. Oh, man, it's going to be awesome to be going to the Eagles at the Rams, counting down the days. And I haven't even got my tickets. I'm not worried because I got the low price guarantee over at game time. I'm not even going to bother trying to find cheaper tickets at a lower price because you can't do it. They have the low price guarantee. If you find tickets in the same section in a row for less game time, we'll credit you 110% of the difference. That is why they are one of the fastest growing ticketing platforms in the world. Love game time. Super easy, super stress-free. Uh, you can hit that all in price. So you don't have to calculate, oh, what, hey, what's it going to actually cost me? Very easy. Tickets sent directly to your phone so you don't have to dig through your email. That is the worst. You're at the gate. You're like, hey, what's going on? Again, use the promo code CFBX. Get $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create the account. Redeem the code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. I did love his comment, too, when somebody was like, hey, how did you start to like care more about the team instead of the accolades and stuff like that? And he's just like, from losing. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> like such a great one-liner from Hertz as always. Yeah, you care more about winning than stats. What made what how'd that happen? <laughs> he just goes losing. Yeah, losing's not fun. Uh everyone, speaking of losing, everyone is losing their mind about the tush push, aka the brotherly uh, shove. I think brotherly shove. I think this is hilarious that it's become like a national um talking point. I mean I don't know. The NFL should really consider allowing other teams to also push their quarterback during QB <laughs> sneaks. Like, what do we, yeah, guys? Everyone can push their quarterback if you want to do it. I, I don't understand. Even if you took away the shoving aspect, if you actually watch the, uh, a lot of times they're barely even touching him. Like, it's not. It's not like he's yeah. standing still there, and he only gets it because Dallas Goddard's giving him a little bit of a nudge. He's getting it because the guy. Uh, has amazing quads. He can squat 600 pounds and we have a very good offensive lineman that, that push. And also the QB sneak is a really good play. How many years have we watched football and go hey, on third and one, fourth and one, just QB sneak it. It oh, Brady was doing it for years. And do you think Brady, they never pushed him. He still got a bunch of third and fourth and one QB sneaks. The, the pushing aspect of it is so dumb. Even Washington commanders, Jack Del Rio uh, defense coordinator he said he wants it eliminated because calling it quote a rugby play this is this is we're losing our minds here that people are getting upset about this i gotta tell yeah, you i am so sick of hearing about this um it, it's becoming a pet peeve of me and it's like you said sean it's like every team can do this and and they don't and yeah. you know what that tells me it's not so easy yes. it's it's the factor of our line our qb and because if it was an automatic play, you would literally see every team doing it. So if they're not, they're just dumb. Um, but clearly, it's it, that's not the case. It's just not that easy. And we cannot, uh, from my perspective, we should not get in the habit of banning, you know, plays just because one team because becomes good at it. I mean, like, are we going to ban like a deep route to Tyree Kill because he's just too fast? I mean, this is just like nonsense. Like every team can do it. It's a legal play. Move on. Like figure uh, adapt as a defense, figure out how to stop it. I, I don't me, know. Part of me hopes they do make it illegal. So they keep just doing QB snakes and it keeps working. And then everyone looks like idiots. The QB sneaks work. Look at across the league. Like if you're a big quarterback who knows how to do them, they work. I, I, what are we missing? Justin? 
Yeah, no, I'm with you guys. I think it makes sense to continue to allow us to do it. I don't I don't understand why they want to outlaw it other than that we're the only team that can. As, as you guys pointed out, I did see somebody, I think it was on McAfee, a player saying about how, you know, he he's done it with his quarterback. And it actually leaves the quarterback really vulnerable because you're essentially just pushing their head over the pile in order to be rammed. So um, it's not easy. And luckily we have Jalen Hurts to be able to do it. And I'm with Rob. I mean, I, if this doesn't, if this ends up being banned, I think we need to ban the shovel pass. That's where I'm going because uh, we can't have Mahomes <laughs> doing pass. any more shovel passes yep. anymore because apparently he's the only one who's able to complete them, uh, according to the media. He's just the godfather of the <laughs> shovel pass. So uh, I, it is, yeah, dude. It's just silly, and everyone's chiming in on it. It's uh, I, I don't understand it. Uh, kicking around the league, great uh, week for the NFC East. Uh, for um, if you're not, or a great week for the NFC East. If you're an Eagles fan, everyone else completely shit the bed. Cowboys lost to the Cardinals outright. That was pretty embarrassing. Commanders losing to the Bills. They got destroyed. Giants getting worked on on Thursday night. There. What was the most satisfying loss, Justin, as an Eagles fan? Oh, <laughs> is this a question? I mean, the Dallas loss, right? Yes. I mean. I obviously, I think it was just amazing. They were going in the fans as always. It was so predictable though, too. Just, just thinking it was going to oh, be an classic, easy, you know, yeah. Classic yeah. Uh, looking past the Cardinals, looking past them. And before you know it, they lost. And then every Dallas fan is in disarray saying this happens every season, uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but apparently they didn't prepare for it. So there you go. Just got to get Trey Lance in there. Yeah. yeah. Trey Lance. Get him. Trey Lance was trending after the uh, Cowboys lost to the Cardinals. Rob, you must the way, have, you must the have way been, they lost though too was just amazing. Uh, that Dak interception the ice in the red zone was just oh beautiful. Sorry to cut you off. No, no, I was just going to say Rob must have been particularly torn as a Jonathan Hater. Uh. I mean, it, it's the the Cardinals play the Commanders, the Giants, the Cowboys, which they beat, and now they got the the Forty ers These are like our four least favorite teams in the league. I mean, if they beat the 49ers, I, I almost have to give Gannon some credit. <laughs> yeah, I mean. But I won't. Yeah. <laughs> it was a nice win, uh, smoking the Cowboys, and now, now just sitting in the catbird seat for the NFC East. I also, uh, if you guys saw anything fun on the on the Cowboys Reddit, feel free to chime in. I'm, I found uh, this one on the Washington Commanders subreddit. Um, this is the title of the post in his second year, first as a starter, making his fifth career start Tom Brady threw four interceptions in a loss to Denver. So I think, <laughs> I think they're trying to say, ah, oh, you know, even, even future Tom Brady's uh, like Sam, Howell make mistakes. Yikes. Can, can we just address to the, the, the 70 point game on Miami? I, I just do not get any talk of how, like, you know, it was, on sportsmanship or, you know, they shouldn't score that many points. I mean, first of all, they pulled their starters by like the second yeah. half. Like yeah. they're not just going to kneel every play, but like these guys are NFL guys making millions of dollars. Like stop them. I'm not going to feel bad when you, when you get thumped by another team. It's also Sean Payton who talks shit about Hackett as well. I mean, come on, yeah. buddy. If you're so good, you should be able to stop a team from 70 points. I don't think that's too much to ask. Yeah, and, and apparently Peyton talks some shit on Tua. 
uh, last year when he was an announcer. So I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure they didn't feel bad that they beat him by 50 points. Yeah. I mean, if you're the, if you're the dolphins, what are you supposed to do? You're running the ball with your backup rookie running back. <laughs> He's like busting off massive plays that, I mean, that, that Denver Broncos team just completely quit. I, I, you know, if anyone should be embarrassed, it's them for quitting. Like, I, I don't know what you're expected to do. You could say them kicking the field goal when they didn't have to, um, it to set the scoring record. Maybe that would be rubbing it in, but they didn't. They kneeled it out. Like, what are they, are they supposed to start kneeling in the third quarter? I mean, that's that would be embarrassing to me. Uh, if if I was a if I was a professional football player, come on, I they took all their starters out. Like, what more do you want from them? Taking a quick break to talk about Vison. That's right, Vison. Uh, we got a special promo going. It ends on Saturday, so get in now. Uh, head over to Vison and uh, Vison.com slash subscribe. Use the promo code SGP. Get forty percent off their football season special. Very fun. There's a ton of great information, strategies, betting splits, video, um, a bunch of good reasons to sign up for VEASAN. Ryan and I have our weekly show over on VEASAN every Friday night, 9 o'clock Pacific, and they're running a little bit of a contest. Uh, whoever gets the most signups, then um, you get a $1,000 Super Bowl special, uh, a Super Bowl future. So we're if we're going to try and involve the audience on it. So if you guys sign up, use the promo code vcin.com slash subscribe. If we win the contest with the other vcin shows, um sportsgamingpodcast.com slash vcin, submit your proof of purchase. If we win, you'll get a vote on uh what Super Bowl what we're gonna use for the Super Bowl future. Probably gonna be the Eagles. We'll see. We'll let people vote. And then if it hits, well, we chop it up equally. So uh this ends Saturday. So if you want to get in on it, get in on it soon. And of course, we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season. Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines, researching every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. All you do put parlay ideas into the Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizers. Love these tools. They save you a ton of time. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hrfbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, let's get to the commanders at the Eagles. Eagles right now, eight and a half point home favorites. Got a nice uh, early kick. So, Rob, you don't have to worry about staying up late. Oh, finally. Revenge game for. Although I will say the 7 a.m. Uh, Monday night game was not too bad. Or you 7 p.m. Yeah. yeah, yeah, 7 p.m. Yeah, I didn't. I, it was too early for me. And obviously too early for Justin. And he. He was he was time traveling. He couldn't uh he couldn't uh <laughs> couldn't actually experience it in real time. This is a <laughs> revenge game for Jalen Hurts, who's 21 and one last 22 games as a starter. I think they're going to be up for this game. Hopefully, um, whatever, you know, swine flu or whatever they had going Monday night, that'll be out of their system. I I just can't imagine their defensive line not showing up against this Washington Commanders offensive line, which is clearly clearly struggled. So I I think I think Washington is going to have a real time a real hard time uh, blocking them. I also think uh, Devonta Smith could have 
it does seem like there's some sort of alternating going on where uh, they're like, all right, Hey, it's a Devonta game. Hey, it's an AJ game. I wouldn't be surprised um, if this is a, a Devonta game, a uh, little nugget about the uh, commander's offensive line. According to sports info solutions, the Buffalo bills blitz the commanders just five times uh, in week three. In spite of that, they got nine sacks, four interceptions, uh, against Sam Howell, including a pick six. So I, I think there's certainly a world where we rattle Sam Howell. Justin, your thoughts on the upcoming Commanders game? Yeah, I think you hit on just about everything, Sean. I mean, I I think we can certainly rattle him with our uh, defense, especially against that offensive line. Playing against Howell, who doesn't have a ton of experience still, he's had some rough starts and probably should have an even rougher start against us. Um the only thing that I would maybe be concerned about is the fact that our, our schedule has jostled around quite a bit. Mm. You know, this is our first, you know, uh, 1 p.m. game for these guys. So uh, just the fact that the way we opened and then uh, we played the Thursday night game already, Monday night game as well, uh, maybe that could factor into it to a certain extent. But I obviously wouldn't accept it as an excuse if we potentially lost to Washington. Uh. But just one thing to take note of. Yeah, it is. It is weird. The, the schedule jumping around. The Eagles are on uh, a short week here, but they're coming back home. Yeah, it's it's tough to really build a case for the commanders. And uh, unless you're just looking at the idea that they it's a division game and they always kind of uh, play them tough. Rob, big picture. What do we uh, what, what are your thoughts? Eagles commanders this Sunday? Yeah, I mean, look, uh... I'll be honest. I don't watch the commanders a ton, but I think we can get after uh, Hal, um, you know, get that pressure up the middle with, with Carter, you know, it's just become so fun watching these guys. Um, He's setting all kinds of, he's setting all kinds of records. I mean, you see grades and like, he's graded as one of the best defensive players in the league. And, you know, interestingly, he's only playing like 40% of snaps or something like that. I think it's less than 50%. And yeah, you know, I've seen people talking about it, you know, this week, if it's intentional, maybe it's trying to avoid the, I guess, kind of like college, uh, you know, the, the college wall or whatever they call it um, that, you know, a lot of players go through their first year. So uh, I'm fine with it because he's getting crazy production. But, you know, you almost wonder if he was out there more, if he could be getting even more. So, um, you know, I, I think let our defense do its thing and, and hopefully Desai continues to have a good game. And then, you know, our offense, I, I think you know, just let them keep going, keep in a rhythm, keep the run game going. And, but I, I want to see the pass game continue to develop. And I, I think we can against this team. I mean, it's another one of these games and we're going to say this most games this season, if you know, really we're just a better team uh, roster wise. So, um, you know, that's not to say we can't lose better teams lose to worse teams all the time, but there's not a single reason why we can't beat them. Yeah, and uh, you know, one thing I'm looking forward to and I wanted to bring up is uh, that we're not going to have that stupid boxing fucking box Monday Night Football shit. How annoyed <laughs> were you guys last week when uh, not only did Jalen throw that pick, but he happened to throw that pick while they minimized the box to show the Bengals game? That was so yeah, annoying. I, I don't get that. Like, I don't on. get the overlapping Monday Night games. To me, it makes oh, zero don't. sense. I'm sure the NFL must have some reason for it. There's no way they don't think these things through. But like, 
Why not do seven and ten or something? Like give the West Coast a game, you know, at seven o'clock, and and then you have the East Coast at seven. It just it made no sense to me. It still makes no sense. Like come on, it's just dumb. I hate the box and box shit. Anyway, sorry. No, no. Even as a guy who has a ATV setup, it's annoying because you have like I have both feeds going, and then one feed will get ahead of the other feed, and then it'll like reverse. It's it was very annoying. Sean with his rich people problems now. Come on, (laughs) ATVs. No need for uh, box and box when you got eight. Uh, Also, they do need to move more games to the afternoon. Like we don't need nine. 10 a.m. West Coast games. Make it eight. That's a nice number. I can get them all on the eight TVs. I mean, I figure out a way. We we card in a ninth TV, but it's just champagne problems here over at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. <laughs> uh, final final thoughts here. Uh, Hassan Reddick, interesting injury news. Um, he was. Uh, this is his first practice of the season. He's played without the cast on his thumb or hand, so he's kind of had a quiet start to the season. Basically the only guy in the D line who hasn't like really flashed in a big way. It feels like uh, maybe Derek Barnett, Brandon Graham kind of had quiet seasons compared to some of the other big guys. Um, but uh, maybe this is the Hassan Reddick breakout game. Wouldn't be shocked if that ends up happening there. All right. Uh, I think it would be fun before we get to our final scores. Most valuable Eagle do a little underdog fantasy pick them. Of course, underdog fantasy.com promo code SGPN, hundred percent deposit bonus up to $500. You can go. Uh, I think what we'll do is we will all front the money on this. And if we go uh, put a $25 entry. So if we go six for six, turn it into 150 bucks, uh, let's uh, let's start kicking around. What do you guys like? Higher lowers for uh, Eagles uh, commanders here. I think we just have to start. They have uh, Jalen Hurts uh, basically higher, lower a touchdown. I mean, we have to play him to get a rushing touchdown, right? Like that. that it feels like that's automatic. Yeah, I think so. I saw yeah, a meme like recently where uh, it was uh, something about Oh no, Swift! I'll take this one in too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, DeAndre Swift is dominating stat wise. Except, good luck getting a touchdown. Touchdown, because Hertz is just going to snake them all. It's it's hilarious. Uh, we got DeAndre Swift stats. We got uh, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, Dallas Goddard, who continues to be pretty quiet. Uh, unfortunately, I have a mustache bet going with Kramer and Goddard stat versus Waller, and. Neither have been looking good, but uh, Goddard is currently losing. Need him to pick up the pace. We got our boy Jake Elliott, or maybe we fade someone on the commanders. Justin, uh, who is a guy you want to highlight in this uh, three-player pick? Oh, man. Um, I like Swift. I mean, I I just want to ride him right now. Swift rushing yards. They shot up from last week. Last week, they were still like 38-something because I think they weren't sure how they were going to do split the carries with Kenny Gainwell. Um, but now they're, they shot it up to 63 and a half. I still think he can get over that, but certainly is higher than last week. So you're, you want to, you want to kick in Deandre Swift? Uh, yeah, I'm fine with that. Or maybe even Gainwell, maybe this is a game where Swift breaks out early. We get ahead and we just ride Gainwell in the end. I don't know. Yeah. Gainwell not ideas. They don't have any Gainwell stuff up right now. Um, Too Swift. Okay, Swift higher, sixty three and a half rushing yards. So part of the deal is you have to select. You can't do all three 
um, from one team. So we're going to need to pick one of the uh, commanders, obviously oh. to fade unless, unless Rob has a really pro commander take, uh, we can go Sam. Howell. they have all, a bunch of his stats, Antonio Gibson. He uh, did uh, pick the over on the Justin Jefferson. So maybe he's got a hot ticket <laughs> for this game. Yeah, maybe uh maybe Penn State guy, Rob Jahan Dotson, 38 and a half receiving yards. Logan I do like Thomas, Dotson. <laughs> Joey Sly. What any any guys you're looking to fade or ride on the Washington I, I, side? You know, I'm a weird better. I, I never like taking unders. Uh and, and I always Classic I always ball. pick I always pick favorites too. Um <laughs> Uh, I know that that is probably classic public, but I, my mind just works better that way, picking them out. So uh, any, uh, what are you looking here, Rob? Um, oh. I'll go with the dots and I'll take a shot in the dark. I, you know, I don't know. Um, D- as Dotson, good as any Dotson said at 38 and a half receiving yards. Do we want to fade him or what are we doing? Are you, you like him to go over? Ooh, or we could, you could go completely off the board uh, we just need to pair the Hertz and DeAndre Swift with another um, another player. So is there maybe someone in your fantasy team you're already going to be rooting for? They have a ton of uh, lines up. So give me give me another guy that isn't an eagle, and we'll get this uh, three teamer ready to go. I'm sticking with Dotson. I'll, I'll go with okay. that one. Jahan Dotson higher, thirty eight and a half. Sure. Or- Rob, final answer. Higher. All right. So Rob will be rooting for uh, John Dotson. I guess we <laughs> will be too. Put twenty five bucks up for the show. If it hits, we'll be uh, sitting on a cool hundred and fifty bucks. Underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN. Justin, final score and most valuable eagle. Oh man, I just looked up his stats. By the way, he only has eighty-three <laughs> yards on the season. All right, lower, lower, right? Come on, I like the lower. Anyway. <laughs> I, I can't root for John. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go lower. All right, like <laughs> he's going to catch like a forty-yard uh, play to start the game, and Rob <laughs> text third will immediately light up. I knew it. I should have stayed higher. <laughs> Justin, uh, we got score the game. I man, we should put up some points here. I'm going to put it at a solid 30 then. Uh, 30 to 17, I think is going to be the score. 30 to 17. Okay. Player of the game. You know what? I'm going to say that Jalen Carter gets two sacks this game. Why not? Um, re- keep riding him and what he's been doing on the field. So uh, Jalen Carter, I think, is going to be the player of the game. Like it. Rob, what do you got? I'm going to go 34-14. I don't think it's going to be uh, particularly a close game. Um I'm going to say, you know, I'm going to go A.J. Brown. I know he kind of had the more touches last game, but he also didn't get kind of his his TDs. So I I think he's due for a deep shot touchdown. Yeah, I mean, dude is literally always open. I will go with, uh, I'm going to say slightly lower scoring just because I think our defense dominates and and we don't need to light it up scoring-wise. I'm going to say 24 to seven, very much in control of the game, cover the eight and a half and uh, get it done. And then I'm going to say Devonta Smith. He's had a couple good games against these uh, Washington commander football team guys before. I wouldn't be surprised if he has another breakout game here. So yeah, 24, seven Devonta Smith M V E. Hey, That'll do it for the Die Hard Eagles podcast. Give us a follow on X at Die Hard Eagles 52. 
for the Die Hard Eagles podcast on the Sports Game on Podcast Network. I'm Sean, sagging the money green for Rob, for Justin. Go birds. Go birds. Go birds. Go birds.